hello, 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 hello. What's going on, everybody? Hello, happy week, happy Monday. How are you? I'm recording this fresh off the plane. I didn't even shower. I smell like American Airlines, which really smells like um, I don't know how how would you describe the smell? It smells like a like a humid hotel carpet. That's what planes smell like to me. Hey, man, I hope you guys had a wonderful weekend. I sure did. Um, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Masszymes. Y'all know them. Y'all love them, I hope. Don't skip the ad. Masszymes from Bioptimizer is my favorite digestive supplement. I used it all the time this weekend. I was up in uh, wine country with a good buddy of mine and my mom and his mom. We had a fun mom day, even though it's not Mother's Day. We'll get into that in a minute. Um Go to masszymes.com slash Brent. If you find yourself getting heartburn, indigestion, uh, and you want to better, you want to break down the food that you eat better so that you can absorb more of the nutrients, you know, uh, masszymes will help you do that. It's uh, it's made from a bunch of different natural enzymes. It's a great formula. It works for me. I believe it will work for you. They have a hundred percent money back guarantee if it doesn't, which I don't think will happen. Masszymes.com slash Brent. Save a bunch of money. Yeah, man. Wine country. Really fun. Oh, but before I get into that, huge tour announcement coming in a week. Hopefully you guys are excited. Uh, All 16 and a half of you that listen to this fucking podcast. I hope you're excited. I'm very excited. I got stops in so many places. Uh, I'll do the full announcement on Instagram. You'll see a, a show flyer for it where you can find your city. But a couple of cities I'm coming to. Nashville on May 11th, Huntsville on May 12th. That's Nashville, Tennessee, Huntsville, Alabama, May 11th and May 12th. Back to back. Tickets are out now. Brentpella.com slash shows. Um, also, just so you guys know, the the with these shows, this is like a massively important tour for me. This is hugely important. I, I really need to sell tickets here because I'm getting like a first time, first impression type thing at a lot of comedy clubs. And so if you or anyone you know live in that area, recommend me, bro. Tell your people to come see me. Tell them to come party. I promise we're going to have a good time. The tour is going to be so, so fun. I've been putting together this awesome flow of uh, of a live show that's part stand-up, part characters, part media. It's a fucking blast, dude. And I would love for you guys to be there. Um, so here's here are some cities. Uh, New Jersey, Philly, Bloomington, Minnesota. Washington, D.C., Atlanta, Charlotte, North Carolina, Raleigh, North Carolina, Richmond, Virginia, Spokane, Seattle, San Diego, Denver, um, and then a whole run through Florida. That's TBD, but everywhere you can think of in Florida is a yes. Uh, And then Dallas toward the end, Oklahoma City toward the end, working on New York, Sacramento, San Francisco, and L.A., Um, yeah, man. And probably a couple others peppered in there too. So Austin, maybe even though I was just there, uh, I might come back and do like a new material type show. Um, yeah. So brentpella.com slash shows. I'm going to be launching a brand new website. There's going to be new merch, dude. There's going to be brand new merch, bro. Oh, we're going to have fun, man. We're, we're trying to elevate to a higher vibration. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to elevate to a higher frequency, very excited for that. Also have a massive fucking project that I'm releasing in mid to late May that I'm very excited to tell you about too. Um, I don't think anybody knows yet because it's been very private, but I've been working on it for the past year. I'll probably do an entire podcast just dedicated toward that and that release announcement so that all 16 and a half of you uh, can be some of the first to know what's going on. 
So that'll happen in mid to late May. Uh, but the tour is going to be great. Tour is going to be so fun. The tour is going to be fun. You know, the tour, I've, I've been uh, traveling a bit. I did a couple of college shows recently that were not good at all. The shows were trash. I don't know what these, what, what are these colleges doing where they'll pay thousands of dollars to bring somebody in and then like 10 people will show up. They just don't, they don't promote, I guess. And like, they're, they're like good people that do these tours. You know, me, my buddy Morgan, Morgan J, he tours colleges a lot. I don't know what it is. Um, I think they have a budget for entertainment that they like have to spend. So they just spend it and like put the show together and then don't really promote it, I guess. Cause you would think it's, it's in a really big, cool venue, like a performance hall. There's lights, there's a stage, there's a mic. It's a nice setup. And then like 12 people show up. I don't know. I mean, I still get paid, but you know, I just think it would be nice if they told people about it. I think, I think they could get a lot more people, but grateful to have the opportunity to come out there. So thank you. Um, schools that I've been at recently. Some of them are dope. Some, some of the college shows are really, really fun. And there's a lot of kids. I did a college show, uh, in, oh man, what, what were some good ones I've done? I did uh Northern New York in the middle of a snowstorm. And it was Alfred University. Oh, that was so cool because I found out my dad's dad actually went there and played basketball there. And his photo was in their like Hall of Fame um, for basketball. It was pretty cool. Uh, packed, like 400, 400 people, 400 college students. And it was visiting week for their football team um, because the football season had just ended. So all the high school kids for the following year are doing their tours. And they were there. So there was a bunch of high school kids and college kids. And it was just bananas. It was so fun. It was super, super fun. Um, <laughs> while I was out there, this car, I saw a car uh, driving up toward a stop sign and it was slowing down. It was really slow. And it was like, uh, what, what do you call it? It's not pouring snow. What do you call it when it's pouring snow? It's dandruffing snow. What do you call that? It's snowstorming. It's flurrying. It's, uh, it's, it's not raining. What is it? It's really coming down. What do you call it? It's it's uh, it's dandruff. I'm just gonna call it dandruffing. Jamie, look up. What is it called when it's snowing a lot? Snowstorm, I guess. A flurry. That sounds too fancy, though. A flurry. What am I ordering? A dessert at McDonald's? What do you call it? A snow squall. What is a squall? A squall sounds like. Someone who sells their body at night. No, don't talk to Kevin. He's a squall now. But it's like worse than a... I don't know. All right, moving on. Anyways, the car was pulling up, <laughs> pulling up to the stop sign. It was dandruffing snow. And uh, th- so the car was going super slow. And then all of a sudden, I see the driver start to like look around. He's like freaking out. He's like... He's, he's, grab- he's grabbing the wheel. You can see his body like lurching. And I realized that the car was was sliding because the wheels weren't moving. The car was just very slowly sliding. And it slid through. There was no one else. No other cars were around. It was a three-way stop sign, three-way intersection. And he went through. He was he was going the direction where, like, you know, there's a... It was perpendicular to the street that was actually going. So he was going straight toward a curb. <laughs> and he was going so slow. But he was freaking out in the driver's seat. And then he just ran into the curb and he was like sh- really shaken up. Um, and I was the only one who saw. And I kept walking because I had shit to do. You know, there was a good pancake place down the road. And I really wanted some pancakes. And he was fine. Okay. He was fine. The car didn't hit anything. 
it ran into the curb like like a bumper car, bounced off of it, and then it just stayed there. He was fine. I don't feel bad about that at all. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, so this past weekend I went up, went up north, went up to wine country. I was working on a secret project that I'm going to tell you guys about in a couple weeks. Um, I also got invited to throw out the first pitch at the Sacramento Rivercats game. Super fun. The Rivercats are the AAA team for the San Francisco Giants, if you guys are baseball fans. Um, and I used to go to those games when I was a kid, like in high school, we would sneak in beers and just drink in the, uh, in the outfield, like in the, the grass section outside of the center field. So super fun. Um, I didn't realize the pitcher's mound was that far. I did not throw a good throw. I'm going to be straight up honest and I'm an athlete. I can throw a good throw, but I got nervous, dude, straight up. No shame. Your boy got nervous, bro. I got nervous because I had practiced a couple times in my friend's backyard leading up to the pitch. And I was throwing some heat. Not heat, but I was nailing the strike zone. I could throw a ball. I used to play baseball. I played sports my whole life, football, basketball. I could throw a pitch like a normal person. But when I got out there and I stood on that mound, dude, that shit was far. And I got nervous that I wouldn't make it. And all the thought of speed and accuracy just went out of my brain immediately. All I could think about was, fuck, let me just get it that far. Let me get it that far. And they introduced me. They were like, everybody welcome uh, comedian Brent Pella. He's on MTV's Wild Now, Sacramento native. And people clapped. It was cool. And I walked out. Um, I posted it on my Instagram which I should probably remove because the throw was so bad. Ah, eh, fuck it. I don't care. And But I threw it. It made it that far, obviously, but it was like a floater. It was. It looked hesitant. It looked really soft. It, it would have been an intentional walk, for sure. It wasn't any worse than an intentional walk. An intentional walk is, you know, the catcher is squatted down, but if there's a really good batter at the plate, then they'll walk him because they're scared that he's going to hit a good hit and drive in some runs or something. So the catcher will stand up and move to the right or the left by like three feet and he'll catch the ball at like chest level. Imagine that's the pitch I threw, um, but the, it wasn't coordinated with the catcher, so it just kind of hit the ground behind him. But whatever, dude. I threw the first pitch. Bucket list, baby. That was pretty cool, man. I was really happy to do that. It was, uh, it was a bright moment. It was cool. And all my buddies made fun of me and it was great. We had a nice little reunion in, um, at the uh, Sutter Health Field out in Sacramento. So shout out to the Rivercats, even though they lost 1-0. to Baseball's a little boring, bro. I'm not going to lie. Baseball is like, <sighs> that's why I stopped playing. I stopped playing baseball in seventh grade because all of the other guys on the team, they were so good at, at batting, and I was really good at counting butterflies in the outfield. Like, I was the kid. I led the team, and butterflies counted. You know what I mean? I led the team in blades of grass, combed in the outfield. It was just never my supposed too slow. I was a basketball guy. So, um, but it was a bucket list thing to throw the first pitch. I wonder if I could throw it at a pro game now. Am I, am I probably not? Maybe, maybe one day, one day we'll try that. We'll let's, let's wait maybe a year or two, see where we're at next summer. Yeah. We'll see where we're at next summer. We'll check in next summer. See if we can do, uh, see if we can toss for the A's Oakland A's or the, uh, San Francisco Giants. By then, I will be throwing a strike. I guarantee it. Guarantee. Cannot end on an intentional walk. That was an unintentional, intentional walk. That's really what it was. It was an unintentional, intentional walk. Oh, man. But it was cool. 
it was cool. And I love Sacramento, dude. Sacramento's home to a very specific type of person. Sacramento has people that are like, Sacramento people are their own type of person, man. They're like, because they're not city people, but they're not like country hick people either. They're this weird, like in between. Um, and I'm not talking about like new generation people that are coming in from the Bay or like all their, their lifestyle is modern. I'm talking about like Sacramento born and raised. That's who you like. Bryler. Bryler is Sacramento born and raised. You know, if you don't know who I'm talking about, Google Bryler, uh, look him up on YouTube, but yeah, man, I don't know. I love Sacramento. Sacramento people are cool. Um, what else? Dude, no more masks uh, fucking pretty much anywhere. How, how weird is it now to see people with masks pulled down under their nose? It's like, hey, dude, you don't have to pretend anymore. What are you doing? Who are you doing that for? People who are wearing masks under their noses. It used to be so that you could just pull it up real quick when somebody told you to. But reality, really, you're the type that doesn't care because it's under your nose. But now people are wearing it under their nose. It's like, hey, dude, just take it off. What are you doing? Are there any airlines that require it anymore? Some people thought, some people legit thought that uh, the mask mandate would be around forever. Forever. I, I never thought that. I never thought, I knew it would be over at some point. Some people were really caught up in that, thing, that like conspiracy type shit that's going to be around forever. Some people were like, wait till the next election. And that there's some merit there. There always seems to be some shit popping off around the election. So I'm not discrediting that at all but i uh i'm pretty i'm holding on to the faith that we won't do a mask mandate again um but i don't know maybe that's naive dude maybe that's naive because you never fucking know what these people are gonna do and if gavin feels like he's losing control (laughs) i wish he would do something stupid so that i could do another impression because if i do another one of him now it'd just be like kind of a reach you know, like it was good. We had our moment. We had a solid year, year and a half of, of Gab Man uh, impressions. But now it's like he's not really in the news. He's always doing little dumb shit here and there, but not enough to, to warrant like a full on video. You know, he needs to do something. He needs to, I don't know. He needs to do something. He needs to like get caught making out with Fauci behind the French laundry. That's what he needs to do. Speaking of French laundry, um, Napa was pretty cool, man. Big fan of Napa. Wine tasting with my mom and my buddy Ryan and his mom. It was a cool, like, double mom date out there. Because uh, I don't get to go home for Mother's Day a lot. I'm not this year. So we planned this trip, and it was great. I've, I've actually never gone wine tasting before. You get hammered going wine tasting. Oh, my God. And I, I typically fast, so I don't have breakfast in the morning. And I thought I could do that and then just go straight into cheese and wine. And I also don't really eat a lot of cheese. I do on like a pasta sundae, but a typical typical diet, um, I'm not putting down cheese or bread or crackers. Pfft, Napa, that's like all they eat out there. I don't know how people survive out there. I guess people don't just survive on that. But if you're in the wine world, I just imagine you're constantly drinking wine and eating cheese. Like constantly. How do they poop? Are they pooping? Do people in Napa even poop? I wonder if people in Napa even poop. Because there's so much wine and cheese. Do they just get all clogged up? 
That's a weird thought to think about. But hey, the wine was delicious. Wine was delicious. I'm absolutely in love with the process of winemaking. It's really, really cool. Um, yeah, we had a lot of good wines. There's a lot of money out there too. To start a winery, you need like millions of dollars. I would love to start a winery. I would love to have like a physical location with vines that somebody else paid for so that I don't have to figure out how to make millions of dollars. That's what I would like to do. It's also very bougie up there. You know, you go, I'm, I see so many parts of the country and um, it's just so funny how there's these little bubbles. Like up in Napa, people will live in Napa or around Napa and they'll go wine tasting a, lot, a couple times a year. And then I'll, go, I'll travel to like the middle of nowhere in the Midwest or the South. And they're serving, you know, it's it's only fried chicken with a side of grease for like $2.50. And it's such a different, everybody's happy in both places, but the, the contrast between lifestyles is just wild, wild. Because we were trying, we were tasting wine, getting a splash of wine to taste. That's $170 a bottle, $170 for a bottle of wine, bro crazy crazy because of the process and the grapes and the name and the whatever um but it was delicious it was delicious what else man is the pandemic over yet can we just call it over you know what i mean it's got to be over now i had this idea for a video about um it was going to be like one of those true life parodies you know true life on uh, vh1 that's what it's on right true life true blood no, True Life. True Blood is the vampire show. True Life. True Life was on uh, MTV. Yeah, it ended in 2017. I'm bringing it back. Nope, it didn't end in 2017. It's on, uh, it says 2019. True Life, I'm addicted to the pandemic. And it's all about, is <laughs> this person who just woke up every day during COVID, made COVID their entire identity, woke up every day, went on Twitter, saw who they could share their opinions with and who they could put down and cancel. And, you know, now what are they doing now? What what are you doing now? People who were addicted to the pandemic, people whose entire identity became COVID, you know, those people who would just like change their profile picture to a mask and their Twitter name to masked and masked and vaxxed. Like that was a lot of people's Twitter names. What are you doing? That's going to, what? That's going to change people's mind. Is your, is your changing your Twitter name and a bunch of other people changing their Twitter name? That's what's going to make other people think you're not brainwashed. That's it? Oh, man. That's what's going to make other people think you're not conditioned. And No, dude. That's going to make other people think you are. You know what I mean? But those, those people, what are they doing now? What do you do when your entire identity was COVID and now COVID is on his way out. You know what I mean? And I still see people tweeting all the time. Like, um, I'm going to still wear a mask on planes because I care about everybody. Even if some people don't care about me, And I just want to punch myself in the dick, dude. I want to punch myself right in the little dick. When I see that, God, it's annoying, dude. Some pe- people are just, just let it go, bro. Just wear the mask. Shut the fuck up. Wear the mask. I don't give a fuck. Wear the mask. You just shut the fuck up. 
You know? I don't know. It's a lot of Gen Z, dude. Gen Z sucks, too. Why does Gen Z suck? My sister's Gen Z. I should ask her. Why do you guys suck, dude? Why are you guys... They're like... Oof. It's, it, it's like they're offended at so many things. I feel like millennials came in and... We had our own thing going, you know, we were very much like, we don't need a ton of money. We don't care about like material stuff. Fuck the diamond industry. Fuck the housing industry, uh, real estate. We don't care. We don't care about getting married. We don't care about buying a house. We want to live in a van in the redwoods and, you know, make custom leather bracelets that we sell on Etsy for $27 each. That was the millennial way of life. We're going to name our kids you know, gravitas and sensation. And that's going to be our kids' names. And now Gen Z is coming in and they're like, well, actually we're not going to give our kid a name because we want our kid to choose their name or whether or not they even want to have a name. Maybe they just want to be identified by the way they breathe. Maybe when you talk to our kid, you say, Hey, how are you today? Okay, so we're just going to do that. It's like Gen Z came in and wanted to change everything. Millennials wanted to kim- Millennials came in and did their thing. Millennials came in and just wanted to like vibe and do do our thing. That's I I think I speak for a lot of millennials when I say, "Hey, fuck off and just let us chill." We came to chill. We came to party, we came to chill, we came to vibe. You know? Yeah, we want money, but we're not super into like designer stuff really. Right? Some people are for sure, but like as a cultural movement, a generational thing, a majority of people that I've interacted with that are millennials are way less interested in material stuff as they are in experiential things. Whereas Gen Z came in, all they wanted was Gucci and Louis and all the the, the physical materialistic type things and they want to change everything. They wanna, they're offended by everything. Millennials didn't really get offended by shit. I don't think we're, that wasn't us. Maybe we bled into it a little bit, but I don't know. Millennials came to vibe, dude. Gen Z came to like burn shit to the ground and build everything back up. What's a, what's a Gen Z president going to look like? You know, cause that is going to happen. The, the next president, well, not the next president, but within the next, like how old am I? Yeah. Within the next 20 years, we're going to have a millennial president. I guess Buttigieg is technically a millennial, right? Because he's like in his late 30s. He's on the tail end, maybe. We're going to have a millennial president, and then we're going to have a Gen Z president at some point. And, oh God, that's something we should all be very scared of. What is a Gen Z president going to look like? That might be a good idea for a video. Hi, I'm, I don't want to be called president, actually, because that is... Um, not inclusive to people who were not uh, on the ballot. And it's not inclusive for the other people who ran for president. So <laughs> you can just call me X. Some weird shit, dude. Some weird shit out there, dude, with Gen Z. Gen Z's got some weird stuff going on. I got hope. I got hope, dude. Maybe it's naive. Maybe the hope is naive, but we'll see. Um, yeah, man. Uh, we're going to call it early because it is late on a Sunday night. A um, couple things before we leave, man. Wilding out, uh, the show that I'm on, I'm on season 16 and 17. I've gotten some messages from people asking 
where they can see the show and how and which episodes I'm on. Uh, season 16, I was on 13 episodes of the 30. Season 17, I was on 14 episodes of, of the 30. Uh, those are phenomenal numbers. And I, regardless of the numbers, I'm just excited to be a part of the show. So there's plenty to find out there. Go to VH1. You could stream it. Hulu, I think. Paramount Plus, you can find it there. Um, and those are the two seasons that are out right now. Season 17 is wrapping up in the next week or two. And then we just shot season 18, which comes out this summer, probably like July or August sometime. So that'll be great too. Cause I did a bunch of fun stuff then. Um, so you can catch me on wild and out. You can catch me on tour at all the places, Nashville, Huntsville, May 11th, May 12th of next month. That's in a couple weeks, bro. Come through. Um, big fucking awesome fun announcement in mid to late May. Uh, and video stuff coming soon. It's been a bit of a, uh, had a bit of a, um, slow month of April as far as videos are concerned, but I got a lot of stuff in the tank, um, that I'm going to write and produce this week and shoot next week for some really killer May releases through the summer. So if y'all are into music festival vibes and trippy spiritual type stuff and, making fun of new age people and making fun of astrology and making fun of music festivals and DJs and all that. Hey, this is going to be a summer of partying, dude. And sticking with all the other shit, calling out bullshit nonstop as much as I can. Cause at the end of the day, we got to choose to laugh at stuff. You know what I mean? That's the message. That's the vibe. Choose to laugh, baby. All right. I'm very tired. Go to brentpella.com slash shows. Check it out. New merch coming soon. I love y'all very much. Drink some water because you're probably dehydrated. All right? See ya.